Welcome to Marksman, a podcast for men who have been marked by Christ and who are aiming their lives at Christ likeness. I'm Mark Spellman, your host, and so glad, thankful that you've joined me on today's podcast. Thankful that you hit that play button and you're just joining me here today. And I love hanging with you. I love our conversations together. And I love the Word of God. I love the Holy Spirit. And together, the Word of God, Holy Spirit, you and I, let's just move forward today a little further into our pursuit of Christ's likeness. And I know Holy Spirit is going to partner with us today. He is extremely interested and passionate about you and I being formed and fashioned into the very image and likeness of Christ, and that through our lives lived and the expression of our life, every day we have the opportunity to shine for Jesus and to shine the light of his love and that transforming power that his presence brings through the person of the Holy Spirit. And so today I'm going to kind of launch into a series of conversations. And uh, no doubt this is going to be man talk. I mean, it's going to be, this ain't going to be for the faint of heart. (laughs) Amen. The word of God is encouraging. The word of God is life. The word of God brings joy. But here's the reality. We need joy for strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And when do you need strength? You need strength during times of adversity. So joy is not just this giddy feeling all the time. Joy is this force of the kingdom. It says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So there's a strength, the joy of the Lord being our strength. There's a strength that we can tap into when we face challenges, when we face adversity, when we face trials and temptations. But there's also a strength that we need to follow God. There's there's a strength that we need to trust him. You know, even Jesus, after that wilderness temptation recorded in Luke 4, Matthew 4, the Bible says after the 40 days, it says he was weary. And it says angels came and strengthened him. There's just a strength that we need to to push through adversity, to push through temptation. Even Jesus, you know, when he was in, uh, praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, he, he asked Peter, James, and John, who he had with him close by, said, pray, pray with me. Pray that you, you let you enter not into temptation. The, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. And so, again, we all have that that potential that if we yield to our flesh, we're going to yield to weakness. I want to say that again. If we yield to the flesh, we're yielding to weakness. But if we yield to the Spirit, we yield to the Spirit of the Word. We yield to Holy Spirit. We yield to what is available in the Spirit. We can actually yield to strength. We can yield to that righteousness, that peace, and that joy in the Holy Ghost. So here is going to be the title of our series of conversations here for the next few weeks. And I'm titling it, the obedience of faith. Come on. The obedience of faith. And I want to give you a passage, Romans 16, verse 25 to 27. This is the, get the close to the end of Romans, Paul's writing to the believers in Rome. And, you know, Paul really poured out his heart in this book called Romans, this letter to the Romans, because he, he wasn't sure when he was going to get to him. He had a lot of hindrances get to 
uh, get between him and getting to the Roman uh, believers. And so he put into a letter everything that he wanted them to make sure they got if he didn't make it to them. And so this letter to Romans is so uh, vast and broad and deep and, and, and rich. But near the end of this writing of the letter Romans, Romans 16, verse 25 to 27, it says this, Now to him that has the power to establish you, according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began. That's some, (laughs) some rich stuff right there. To him that is able and has the power to establish you, you and I, according to my gospel, Paul writes, and the preaching of Jesus Christ, the person of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest. Glory be to God. That's our hour right now. This is a time where scripture says even the prophets longed to look into an hour uh, of which what they prophesied was foretelling. It says even angels desired to look into the things that were coming to pass and are coming to pass and are released in our generation. It says, but now is made manifest by the scriptures and the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. There it is right in scripture. He says, it is now made manifest by the scriptures and the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for, this is the purpose, for the obedience of faith. To God, who is only wise, be glory through Jesus Christ forever and ever. Amen. So we're going to be talking about the obedience of faith. And and the reason we're going to kind of focus in on it is, number one, it's a phrase that you're going to see. It's a theme, actually, that is used over and over and over that in the early church, they connected faith and obedience. Because, again, you've heard this on the podcast. What is the root? What is the real essence of faith? It's trust. See, faith is all about trust. Well, what is trust? How is it expressed? One of the main ways is you obey who you trust. I mean, because this is all about a flow of authority. See, God's word is an authority in our life. God's kingdom is an authority in our life. Jesus, Lord and King, those aren't just empty titles. That means he has authority in our life, which means us being under his authority means there's going to be opportunities. There's going to be instructions that he gives through his word, by his spirit, that we're going to have to trust. And how do we know if we trust it? We obey. See, all through Hebrews 11, these great men and women of faith you can just read through that. And we did a study early on in the in the Marksman podcast. You can go back and find those episodes. But early on in the Marksman podcast, we went through Hebrews 11, all the great heroes of faith, what we call the Hall of Fame of faith. And we see that why was their faith honored by God? Many times 
It was because of, of an instruction that he gave, and they obeyed. It was their obedience he was highlighting. It was their trust that he was honoring, and we call that faith. So we're talking about the obedience of faith. And so here's a, a great place we can begin. You know, Romans eight twenty six. I'm sorry, Romans sixteen twenty five to 27, that's kind of our text to, to be a foundation. But now let's go to the book of James. Love the book of James. You know, if you're ever wanting to get someone who's newly kind of born again and just say, hey, where do I kind of start reading the word? Um, the Beatitudes is amazing. The very, just that red letter, it's like a Jesus podcast, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. That's amazing. That's a great place to point someone to. But also, there's a very practical place, and it's the book of James. It's kind of like the New Testament equivalent of Proverbs. So practical. It touches so much of everyday life, reading the book of James. Well, here in chapter 2 of the book of James, he's talking about our faith, what we're talking about here. Trust. What does it look like? Um, True faith is what's being talked about in James chapter 2. And so I'm going to pick it up in verse 14, go right kind of towards the middle part of the chapter. And here's what it says. James 2, verse 14 What does it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith, but has not works? Can faith save him? It's a question. If a man say he has faith, oh, I believe in God. I believe in in Jesus. I believe the Bible is the word of God. Okay, that's a declaration of faith, right? But he says here, What does it profit, brethren, if a man say he has faith but has not works? Can faith save him? That kind of faith. And I love what the Amplified brings out about um, this idea of works. It's corresponding actions. See, there's going to be something we do that reveals what we believe. Because we can say all day long what we believe. But it's what we do that reveals what we really believe, what we put into action. That's why he says later, or he says earlier in the book of James, James 1, only doers of the word are blessed. It's not enough It's not enough just to look into the mirror of the word, see what God wants, see how God is, see what he reveals about us, and then go away and forget, meaning don't put it into action, don't put it into everyday life, don't give it legs, don't give it expression. That man is deceived. He thinks he has something, but he doesn't because he's not done anything. He's not lived it. He's not put it into action. You know, John 1.14 says, the word was made flesh. And that's one of the great things that we want to accomplish is for the word to become flesh, to become the expression of our life and to be the, the way we behave in line with God's word and God's ways. So he goes on to say, If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and none of you, I'm sorry, and one of you were saying to them, depart in peace, be warmed, be filled, but you don't give him those things that are needful for the body, what has that profit? Even so, faith, if it has not works, corresponding actions, is dead because it's alone. Yea, a man may say, you have faith and I have works, show me your faith Without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. You believe there's one God. You do well. The devils also believe and tremble. But will you not know, O man, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? 
Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac, his son, upon the altar? You see then how faith worked with his works or worked alongside his works, and by works was his faith mature or perfect. And so the scripture was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God. See, we know that verse. He believed God and it was imputed to him for righteousness, but his belief was expressed in his obedience. And again, what is obedience? It's just trust. So I don't want you to separate in your mind just this God trying to get our behavior lined up. What he ultimately wants is our trust. The obedience is not a behavior issue. The obedience is a trust issue. I'll say that again. Behavior is not just an obedience issue. Behavior is a trust issue. And so God's not just trying to capture our behavior and guide our behavior and and school and groom our behavior. He's ultimately wanting our trust. And if he has our trust, then his word, his instruction, his wisdom, his ways is going to naturally shape our behavior if he has our trust. And so he goes on to say, um, see thou how faith wrought with his works. This is verse 22, James 2, 22, and by works was his faith made perfect or mature. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God and it was imparted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. See, we claim that verse Allah, and we sing the song. I am a friend of God, right? You know, we that's amazing. It's a truth. But context here is in relationship to a man whose faith was demonstrated in his obedience and his trust regarding an instruction. You see then, verse 24, how then works, you see then how by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Likewise was not Rahab the harlot justified by her works when she had received the messengers and then sent them out another way. It's four, verse 26, last verse of verse chapter two, four, as the body without the spirit is dead, so then faith without works is dead, without corresponding action, with some sort of obedience to God's instruction or God's ways. Well, men, our time is away from us here today. It's been a um, kind of a quick time together. I, I really want to try to keep these podcasts to around 15 minutes. Just a little shot in the arm this week, a little shot in your heart, you know, put some paddles on your heart and go, you know, and say, hey, let's come alive in Jesus today. Let's show God we love him and we trust him. And let's just obey what he gives us to do. Let's trust his ways of doing life. And his word is a wonderful place to go. So, James is a great study for you this week. We're going to pick up this conversation next week on the theme of the obedience of faith. And you'll see at the end of this study, this is such a a constant, consistent theme throughout the New Testament and the Old Testament, how faith was always connected to a person's obedience. And that is because it's connected to their trust. So I'll leave you with that statement I made earlier. Obedience is not a behavior issue. Obedience is a trust issue. So with that being said, again, just my heart goes out and I say thank you, men. Thanks for being a part of the conversation. Just know that I'm praying for you. 
And man, if you want to be in touch with us, there's uh, links, you know, there's emails and links to social media and the, uh, you know, the podcast information. Just make sure I hear from you. I want to hear your testimonies. I want to hear your thoughts. And thanks for being a part of the Marksman Podcast. <laughs>